are Locked On Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, everybody, to another edition of your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. It's the Lockdown Eagles podcast, as always, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. We thank you for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day. And guys, today's show is sponsored by On Location. On Location is the official hospitality partner of the NFL. It's the only place to score a once-in-a-lifetime Super Bowl ticket and experience package. Visit onlocationexp.com slash SB56 for more information or search Super Bowl on location. It's a Friday edition of the show, and that means it's locked on QB1. We're going to talk a lot of Jalen Hurts today on our final show before Sunday's matchup with the New York Giants. Still coming off that impressive Tuesday night win against the Washington football team for the Eagles to get back to 500 for the first time since week two after they were 1-1 one and one after that loss to the San Francisco 49. The Birds now tied for a playoff spot in the NFC, and a lot of that had to do with Jalen Hurts bouncing back from a rough first quarter. Most of the team, it was a rough first quarter, and then the floodgates opened up, and I thought that might have been the most impressed I've been with Jalen Hurts in a performance from front to back all season, and especially combining 2020 and 2021. So we're going to get into that coming up on today's edition of Locked on Eagles. Guys, happy holidays as well. It's Christmas Eve tonight. We've got the holidays this weekend. Hope you guys enjoy your time with your family and maybe you're listening, driving to your you know Christmas dinner or whatever you're doing. Uh, we just want to say again, happy holidays and we love you guys here at Locked on Eagles. We thank you so much for making us a part of your daily routine, a part of your Eagles family for now four years and we really appreciate it and you know, it's a time to be thankful for friends and family. And I feel like you guys are friends and family, you know, through a lot of rough times, through a pandemic, through a lot of personal stuff, you know, Lockdown Eagles has kind of been a safe haven, I think for me, for Gino, and for maybe a lot of you guys out there as well. I think it's a great community and um, it's just good to know you got a lot of people out there for you that share this love for the Philadelphia Eagles. So again, hope you guys have a great weekend. And I think it's a good show to end the week because Jalen Hurts normally locked on QB1 this year has been, I don't want to say mostly negative because Jalen Hurts this year has been so hot and cold. And, you know, there's some weeks that you feel like, yes, this could be the franchise quarterback, right? This is a guy that's worth being patient with and giving the job in 2022 and using those 2022 now three first round draft picks to maximize the roster around him on offense and on defense. And then there's other weeks where continuously you're like, yep, he keeps confirming to me his shortcomings as a passer, and it's the same issues over and over again, and I just don't think it's worth giving him that time versus another guy that might have similar mobility with more upside as a passer. So it's been very hot and cold, but today with Lockdown QB1, it's hot. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's got to be tough for the Eagles, man. Making this call after the season is going to be tough because Jalen Hurts hasn't blown the doors off of this question of who's going to be the long-term quarterback. But he's had games like this Washington game that are like, man, should we move on from him already? 
And then there's games like the Giants game a couple weeks ago. It's like, are we going to blow this opportunity we have this year to land another quarterback to give Jalen another year? It's going to be a tough decision, and games like this don't make it easier. If he can start to string along these performances, it'll make it easier. But this was a really good start and a great bounce back for Hertz, who coming off that game against the Giants, which I thought was the worst of his career so far in the NFL, then did not play for 23 days, had an ankle injury, had the bye week, had a game postponed from Sunday to Tuesday. Washington gets back two premier defensive linemen in Montez Sweat and Jonathan Allen. You have that awful first quarter, and Hertz overcame all of that to have the most impressive three-quarter stretch that I think he's had in 2021. And that is, you know, combining all of that that I just laid out for you, really impressive that Jalen was able to do what he did. And the game, it didn't start off as you know, a performance that, again, I think was the most consistent Hertz has been in areas he's needed to improve on. The game started out with a lot of the same for Jalen Hurts. He was missing guys down the field that were wide open. He was holding on to the football too long. These issues resulted in that strip sack earlier in the game. He was under throwing passes. You know, you look at the Dallas Goddard bomb. First off, the decision in double coverage, I think, Hertz was pressing, trying to make a play. They're down 10 nothing. The throw was underthrown, right? Sometimes he just doesn't have the arm strength to get really all the way into these passes down the field. And so it was a lot of the same issues that me and Gino continuously say is why we would probably move on from him next year if they have a better alternative. And even in the 2022 draft, I think there could be better alternatives. But then he strung along three quarters that makes you want to hold back that take because in areas, again, it wasn't just that, you know, there's some games this year he's been great, but it's in areas that he's already great, right? Like the new Orleans saints game, for example, was Jalen hurts special in that game? 100%. But it was in areas that already he doesn't need to work on, right? His mobility was the key in that game. It was, you know, his ability to not make crucial mistakes, right? And to always keep things in a positive direction and the leadership, right? It was all those things, those pros that led him to carry the Eagles to a victory. Whereas in this game, he strung along an incredible three quarters and it was in areas that he needs to improve areas that you've seen flashes of growth, right? Against Kansas city, against Los Angeles, against Denver, but this game had it all night. And a lot of those areas, number one was pocket presence. I thought his pocket presence was great against Washington. I thought he stayed patient. I thought you saw him climb the ladder continuously and he kept his eyes up finding open receivers. So a lot of the time too, like when he's scrambling, he used his mobility on Tuesday night to open things up for the pass. A lot of the time when Jalen is running around, most of the time when he does that, he's going to tuck it and run over the line of scrimmage. But Sunday he ran around and kept his eyes downfield and opened things up for his arm with his legs. And that's a crucial part of being a mobile quarterback is finding that balance. You know, some mobile quarterbacks find the balance, struggle to find the balance of, you know, when to slide, when to get out of bounds, and then when to try to fight for more yards, try to make guys miss. Another thing I think some mobile quarterbacks struggle with when they're younger and earlier in their careers is knowing when to tuck it and run yourself or when to move your legs when you're scrambling, when to stay behind the line of scrimmage, be patient, and try to find the bigger play with your arm. And a lot of the times this year with these plays, like you look at the Devontae Smith sideline grab, Hertz was Crowding the line of scrimmage, he threw that ball at the very last second. Most games this year, he's probably running that football. And I don't know if it's because of the ankle injury. 
I don't know if it's because he sat back and watched Gardner Minshew and how efficient he was in these areas against the New York Jets. Maybe it's a combination of both, but Jalen used his legs to open up plays for his arm. That Devontae Smith play is to me the perfect example, but it wasn't just that one. You know, it was the throw to Jalen Rager in the first half too, where Hertz scrambled around a defender, but he, instead of rolling to his right, he stayed inside the pocket getting farther up the levels of the pocket where there was less traffic, put a rainbow over a linebacker and put it right to Jalen Rager, who made a great catch. Like that pocket presence, that awareness, that patience, that balance of when to run and you know when to run to open up the pass. I thought he did amazing at, at finding all those balances and finding that consistency in those weaknesses that he's normally had against a defense that, again, was pretty picked clean when it comes to their personnel. They still had, you know, Deron Payne up front, Jonathan Allen. That's a great defensive tackle duo. Montez Sweat, who to me is one of the more underrated young pass rushers in the NFL. And I thought, you know, again, the Chiefs game was impressive in these areas a lot. The Chargers game, the Broncos, but they were in smaller, you know, as a drive or two where you saw those plays. And then he went back to his old ways. Whereas after that first quarter, Hertz continued to make those right decisions for three straight quarters. And I thought it was... Awesome. I think to me, the most impressive play, you know, obviously the Greg Ward throw, the touchdown pass was probably his best pass all year, but that throw in the first half to Dallas Goddard on the left sideline is the perfect example of this growth where he shuffles his feet around a defender who's pushing back Jordan Maialata. He doesn't drop his eyes. He resets his stance. He's outside the pocket now, but you know, he moved around. He stayed in, you know, a typical, you know, after a three-step drop back quarterback stance, two hands on the ball, never kept his eyes, you know, never dropped them, never looked like he was going to run. He was waiting for Dallas Goddard to come out of his break and he threw a strike. So now, you know, you've seen him put it together for multiple drives, multiple quarters. That really wasn't the case a lot this year. Now the question will be with three games to go, can he string along games, multiple games? where he's doing this. And it'll be fascinating to see if he can do that against the giants on Sunday with a little revenge game. And then on Washington again, a couple weeks from now, and then to finish off the year against the Dallas Cowboys, who he has not been good against. We'll see, you know, Jalen, that was his first division win. He's got three more this year to try to get the birds into the playoffs. Let's see if he saved his best for last. So far, so good with that performance on Tuesday night. Guys, today's Lockdown QB1 is sponsored by Stat Hero. Look, no one plays daily fantasy sports to lose. Winning feels so much better, but traditional fantasy sports are a long-term losing proposition because you never know who or what you're up against. Stat Hero is the first of its kind daily fantasy sports platform where it's you versus the house in head-to-head fantasy matchups, winner take all. And here's the crazy part. Stat Hero shows you their lineups before you play and you handpick the team you want to face one-on-one. This never-before-seen innovation of a fantasy sports and sports betting hybrid has Stat Hero players clocking odds that are over four times better. Why? Because you don't have to compete against thousands of experts or unknowns. Stat Hero puts you in control of your fate, and with Stat Hero, you are in control of the stakes. You decide how much you're going to play for, and Stat Hero has no choice but to take it because they're daring you to beat them. Stat Hero head-to-head is what daily fantasy sports should be one-on-one. Sign up for free right now at stathero.com slash locked on and use the promo code locked on. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N for a 100% deposit match. That's stathero.com slash locked on. Use the promo code locked on for a 100% match. Stathero.com slash locked on. Terms and conditions do apply. 
Today's episode of Locked On Eagles is brought to you by Built Bar. This holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar or even better. It's Built Bar filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, and it's high in protein. You get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy, none of the guilt, and guys, there are so many delicious flavors. If you like raspberry, they've got raspberry, mint brownie, cherry, double chocolate, cookies and cream, I'm a peanut butter brownie brownie guy. That's my go-to flavor. Whatever your taste buds deserve and enjoy, you got it at Built Bar. It gives you that extra fuel as well. You need to bust down those mall doors and battle all the holiday shoppers. Trust me, I was doing that today. If you're just standing in endless shopping lines, Built Bar can give you that extra something because it's the season of peace and love. Don't bring up your favorite Built Bar flavor at family parties. People are passionate about their go-tos. Your friends with Santa, well, tell Santa to throw a few Built Bars in those stockings. And a little advice from me, if you're a hot chocolate kind of person on Christmas morning, dip your Built Bar into a piping hot cup of cocoa and let it melt a little and give your beverage a bit of that Built Bar flavor. I'm going to get you 15% off today when you go to BuiltBar.com or Built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 at Built.com and you're going to get 15% off on your order. Guys, this is Locked on Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Happy holidays. We thank you for making Locked on Eagles your first listen each and every day, even on a Friday where I'm sure a lot of you are driving for your holiday dinners and you're going to be opening up gifts tomorrow. Hopefully our younger Eagles listeners get everything they want. That has to do with the birds, not just our younger listeners, though. I mean, fans at all ages, you know, love Eagle stuff. My roommate just got me a signed Deshaun Jackson helmet for um, my uh, podcast desk in my studio. Knows Deshaun Jackson was my favorite player growing up. Uh, it's still fun, you know, as a kid, that was anything I ever wanted. My Christmas list always had Eagle stuff. It was just like, I wouldn't even write like I want a jersey. I want a shirt, a hat. It was just like eagle stuff. Anything with that damn beautiful bird on it, that's what I want for Christmas. And uh, a nice early Christmas present for us was that performance from Jalen Hurts on Tuesday. Not only because it helps the Eagles get into the playoffs potentially in 2021, getting to 7-7, seven and seven, really setting themselves up well with these final three games to grab that seventh seed in the NFC, but also it really helped Jalen Hurts and his long-term standing with this team as the future QB one. And again, like I said, you know, ending segment one, we've seen flashes all year of Hertz and he has certainly improved compared to where he was like 2020. Um, and even earlier in 2021. And I think too, like when you look at where he was, you know, when he started his collegiate career at Alabama and then transferring to Oklahoma, you know, he has made like to say that he's the same guy, you know, even for me, I'm somebody that said consistently, the same problems arise with Hertz over and over again, it feels like in the passing game. But that doesn't mean he hasn't improved every single year as just an overall player from Alabama to Oklahoma to 2020 Jalen Hurts in the NFL as a rookie to what he is, you know, earlier this year to what he is now. He has improved dramatically. But the steps to get to that point have been fewer and far between, and they're smaller steps compared to some others. Like you see a lot of second-year quarterbacks, you know, jump into the MVP conversation like Carson Wentz and like Patrick Mahomes and like Lamar Jackson. And then Josh Allen, for instance, in year three, like they took these steps from, you know, okay, growing guys with upside just to MVP best player in the league. Jalen Hurts is more taking the steps to, you know, that kind of player with upside to now a good player. Sometimes is really good. And so now 
what you want to do is see those little spurts of improvement in certain games that then kind of went away. You now want to see those performances with consistency turning into an entire performance throughout four quarters. And then not only can you string along, you know, improvements in your weaknesses throughout an entire game, not just a few drives, but then can you do it through multiple games? So Tuesday night, we finally saw Hertz in areas of weakness, put it all together pretty much the entire night. Now the question is, okay, you've done that. Now can you do that again against a different opponent? Then can you do it again against the same opponent in Washington who has some tape on you that, you know, has played you now two times? Then can you do it in maybe a win-or-go-home situation against a really good Dallas Cowboys team week 18? That'll be the next step. Because it feels like each game, as I said, he would take a step forward as a passer, and then the next game he would take a step or two back. And I think a good example of that is like the Broncos and Saints games, the improvements he made in those games to then the Giants performance. Or like you look at earlier in the year, the performance he had against the Kansas City Chiefs where he almost threw for 400 yards. And then the next week against the Carolina Panthers, that was everything that he has problems with as a passer was on full display. I was at that game live in Carolina and I was losing my mind. So now Let's see if that consistency you've made on Tuesday night in multiple quarters, multiple drives, an entire night. Now can you do that in multiple games? Because if he continues what he did against Washington, the final three games, and this team makes the playoffs, guys, he's going to be the quarterback in 2022. He might already have guaranteed himself a chance at being, or not a chance, but of being the guy in 2022 if they can't trade for a start. But if he can do what he did against Washington consistently now, the final three games, even if they don't make the playoffs, but if they make the playoffs too, as a result of that, he's going to be the guy next year. I mean, that throw to Greg Ward was insane. It was insane. And that's continuing his improvements in the red zone too. Hertz right now has a 100.5 passer rating in the red zone. That's higher than Josh Allen, Matt Stafford, Aaron Rodgers, and Patrick Mahomes. So Jalen Hurts right now is, he's making it hard on the Eagles. It's going to be, this is going to be such a fascinating off season. And I don't want to get you know, too ahead of myself and start talking about that yet because there, there is still a playoff run that the Eagles are on currently, but uh, it's going to be a fascinating back and forth conversation. Guys, today's Locked On Eagles is sponsored by betonline.ag. BetOnline has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. As football continues its march through the College Bowl season and the pro football playoffs, BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to their website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus from basketball to football to NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and the easiest way to bet all your favorite sports, so don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available. Bet online, where the game starts. All right, guys, welcome back into Locked On Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. And we're locked on QB1 today, talking about Jalen Hurts and the impressive performance he had on Tuesday night against Washington. You know, sometimes I've said when it comes to like his rushing, I prefer a prospect that can run like Jalen does. There's most quarterbacks that come into the league now have a certain level of mobility, unless you're like Mac Jones, right? But you look at like in 2021, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, even Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, every quarterback now for the most part can run pretty well. So to me, when people would use like, 
you know, Hertz is rushing as a reason that you have to keep him next year. I'd say, well, I'd rather have a guy that can run too like that as most can, but has more passing upside. And while I still strongly feel that way for the most part, Hertz is rushing. I don't want to make it seem like it's like this um, common thing that everybody has and with how productive he is with that ability. You know, there's some mobile quarterbacks too that just don't utilize their legs to an efficient level. I don't want to make it seem like that's not a special characteristic of Jalen that won't impact your decision in 2022 because he truly is, even compared to other running quarterbacks, is a top tier runner compared to other scramblers. Like what he's doing this year on the ground is very, very special. I mean, some of these numbers, he's one of three quarterbacks to ever rush for over 700 yards and 10 touchdowns in a season. Like, I understand why you'd want a playmaker like that to get more opportunities than most. I understand. I mean, I mean, Hertz has the fourth most rushing yards, of, or uh, I should say fourth most rushing attempts of 10 plus yards this year. Only Derrick Henry and Jonathan Taylor have more games of two plus rushing touchdowns since 2020. He leads the NFL all players this year with 96 explosive plays, which are 16 plus yard throws and 10 plus yard um, runs. So again, when you have a guy that can create chunk yardage consistently, like each drive he's doing this, even it doesn't matter if it's on the ground or through the air, yards or yards If a guy can create explosive plays like that when he's on the field more than anybody in the league and take it with a grain of salt. Some of that has come you know, in different situations, you know, late in games, garbage time. But I mean, to lead the NFL shows that he's doing this consistently, no matter what the in-game situation is. When you have somebody like that, even for the shortcomings and the inconsistencies Jalen has, I understand why that's someone you'd want to give a chance. And he makes it very, very difficult um, to just like adamantly say, you know, even for me, I'm seen as probably the biggest Jalen Hurts hater on Eagles you know, the plot podcast sphere, Eagles Twitter, whatever you want to define it as. Even for me, it's not an easy decision. Like he is definitely not making it easy because he does have a lot of the things that I want in a quarterback. I want that mobility. And especially at this elite efficient rate, I mean, what he's doing, it's up there. Like I said, like I wasn't just mentioning Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray and Cam Newton and the top tier, Josh Allen, the top tier mobile quarterbacks throughout the years, but like the stats I was mentioning, you were hearing Derrick Henry's name and Jonathan Taylor, like the top running backs in the NFL. Jalen's rushing numbers are there. So although, yes, a lot of quarterbacks have mobility and I want somebody with more passing upside and hopefully Jalen's the one that reaches that upside um, to say that his rushing is, you know, just like anybody else and it's totally replaceable and it's not special is not true. I mean, there's a reason he was named to the Pro Bowl this year as an alternate. And most of that comes from his rushing ability. And, you know, that's been giving the Eagles a chance all year, even when he hasn't been the best passer. All right, guys, that's going to do it for Lockdown QB1. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week of Lockdown Eagles. We'll see you after the game on Sunday. The Eagles take on the Giants at 1 o'clock at Lincoln Financial Field. It's the revenge game for Jalen Hurts. His worst performance of the year was against the Giants. So we'll see if he can turn things around and uh, get the Eagles to 8-7, and seven, which that would be the first time since week one that they have been over 500 as they continue their push to the postseason. You can find the show, all five episodes this week, on any podcast platform, wherever you subscribe to LOE. We're available on YouTube as well and on Twitter at LockdownBirds and at DiBiase. L-O-E. As always, thank you for downloading, thank you for listening, and let's go Birds.